Something. Not much. What's good? Nothing. I'm glad that it is not as hot as it was the beginning of last week. Yeah, that's for sure. Hot as balls. The sun was on some other stuff. Yeah. Some other stuff. Just like your allergies. It was waiting for us outside. Like, Man, come Man. outside. Come outside real quick. Real Ain't quick. nobody about to jump you. Nobody. Got outside. Man. Got two piece. <laughs> so they, you telling me nobody jumping me? They not jumping me right now. The, wait. The, he has like eight hands, right? He's an octopus. Right? Nah. <laughs> no, Dad. It, it's just you and him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Man. But yeah, this heat, the sun. Uh, so how about, I'm pretty sure I'm experiencing my first sunburn. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you know, school's out. So my job transitions from a school program to like a summer program outside all day. And, um, you know, melanin and whatnot. I don't really use the the sunscreen yeah. that often. Why is that? Why is that? Melanin. That's why. Melanin. No, because niggas lied to us. Uh, niggas I mean, said, oh no, we don't get sunburns. I was like, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. You know, I ain't never yeah. had no sunburn before. Niggas lied. Yeah. So right now, um, earlier today, I was like looking in the mirror because I knew the sun was like doing damage on me yeah. this week. Like my face just over the couple of days, <laughs> I was just like, hmm, you looking a little different. Mm. You look at so today I was like cleaning, like doing my little facial and stuff like that. And um, my nose, it hurts a little bit, <laughs> but it's also peeling something vicious. And I'm just um, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Burn. I'm just like, okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, your girl is definitely experiencing a sunburn on her nose right now. And I'm not too fond of it. At I'm not happy. Pretty pissed. Pretty pissed to say the least. Oh man, I think uh, my main spot has been like the middle of my forehead. Last week I was out playing, uh, doing flag football and everything. Being out in the hot sun, I should put on sunblock, but niggas ain't niggas ain't use sunblock. Niggas ain't made for us. What? I mean, they have some specific black people, like black owned and black brand. They got black faces on it. No, not yeah, necessarily. See, not, I ain't gonna pick it out at Target. No, but I, 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 I googled it before I went shopping. Oh, the Googles. Uh, yeah, Googles is your friend. Um, mm-hmm. the only thing is, like, I don't have it this summer because I kind of lost it. Obviously, mm. you know, black people we don't gotta use it that much. Yeah. Uh, so mine was lasting. Now I can't <laughs> find it, so I have to go buy a new one, and I just hadn't done so yet. I still right. haven't actually. So now I'm just like, damn. I'm going to have to hit Target in the morning before I go to work. Ooh, yeah. You better get that. Or tonight. One of the two. Because apparently, black people don't tan according to uh, Vanessa. She don't, don't believe me out it's here. It's not a tan, blood. Like blood. You, it's fucking tan. You're... <sighs> How below my neck is a different color than my neck is, is a, another spotty. issue. Spotty? Yeah. I'm spotting. Yeah. That's what it is. You're... you're... Nah. You just don't want me to be light skinned out here. It's okay. Oh my god! You don't want me to be in the light you know skin. You want me to be On caramel. Let's just start it. Let's start the show because Man. you are not no, light skinned. We can't let this go. We're not doing this again. We're doing this again. I'm gonna flip your laptop. <laughs> We're not doing. We're doing this again. 
He's not light skinned. Light skinned brothers are making it out here. It's our time. It is it's our your time. time because it's time for because my boy Drake and came you're, through. You're my boy Van Vliet. Oh, here you go. We made it. Oh. And now, when our foe, our greatest foe, appears, the sun, you want to knock us down? I'm done. And with say you, it's man. not. It's, it's a tan. Just stop. I'm spotty. Yeah, you patchy. Light skin lives matter out here. You wouldn't know. We need to recognize our struggles. Start the man. <laughs> like I can't press a button. We done. Man, y'all already know I'm caramel out here. So, all right, let's start the show. <laughs> It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love Yours, the podcast. What's good, yo? Hello, hello. Swoosh Knight and Billin. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And this is Love Yours, the podcast. Where we promote black mental health, black mental wealth, and black mental stability. And it'll never truly be yours until you love yours hey let's go there you go see <laughs> alley back and forth yeah, yeah man Woo. so we got some stuff for you today we continue in our uh black in america series and whatnot yep yep last week we talked about our top five things that we appreciate about being black we got a long list if you didn't check that out go back and listen it's lit. Mm-hmm. you got it this week getting a little deeper talking about top five stuff it makes it harder. It makes it hard to be black. So, but before that, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Some what's hot in these streets. Yeah. Man. Um. Yeah. Let's go on and kick it off. Uh. I know y'all seen those uh those games last week. Mr. Swoosh. No. Anyways. I see none. Shout out and congrats to the Toronto Raptors, um, on winning the 2019 NBA championship. You know, it's their first one, so big ups to... Congrats to Drake. Drake didn't do shit. He, was, he did everything. He was not shooting with them in the gym. He was. He, he probably, probably was. was, but he didn't get no playtime, though. So he... Man, <laughs> he was there. He put out some energy. You see his, uh, his uh, post-game post game speech? If you didn't, go check that out. I seen part of it. Man. When he was using his actual Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, shout out to them. It was a it was a good series, in my opinion. Mm. You know, I was I was rooting for Kawhi because you know when he was with the Spurs and you know, playing against the Warriors. Oh boy, Zaza messed him up. He messed him nothing. Zaza, come on, you know that was a dirty play. Oh, Not okay. even. He closed out. Okay. All right. Cool. He closed out. Cool. Cool. He just hanging. We we ain't gonna talk about that. Anyways, also you know. Everybody that knows me knows that I am not a Warriors fan at all, but I do want to give a shout out to them because at least the last game for sure, I missed a couple in the series because of work and whatnot, but the last game for sure, um, they put up a a good fight. Like they didn't just lay down and just, you know, get eliminated. Um, On that note, you know, game five, Katie was taken out. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I personally feel like Katie was rushing to come back. To hold his team down. Yeah, I think that a lot of a lot of people had some like speculation of of whether he came back too early, of whether like the Warriors organization went ahead and you know 
push things along, yeah. you know, a little a little earlier than it should have, but end of the day, we know Katie. Katie's loves the game of basketball. Yeah. We know he wants to be out there and if he could he would. So at the end of the day it was his decision and if he said, you know what, I'm feeling it, let's go. I still yeah. feel like he went back early, you know, like mm-hmm. from I've seen the game where he like where he injured himself and um, just the way everything played out. I thought he tore his Achilles then. Yeah. Like it was a real shock to me when they were like, oh, it's a, a calf sprain. Yeah. Well, and I was it. just like, all right. I mean, I guess like just the whole his reaction and everything, what he was grabbing, it just looked like Achilles was done. So for him to come back and then that ultimately be the injury that he suffers uh, during game five, I was just like, man, like. So I guess the way they were reporting it was like because the calf and the Achilles would be or have a connection or Mm -hmm. connected by that same muscle. Mm -hmm. So like when they when because I know when they said with Iggy, uh, when he had his like calf issue, they also were like, it's like it has like Achilles soreness too. So. And even when, like, you watch the replay of the second injury, you can see, like, within the calf, like, it just, like, a shake. Like, it, something snapped. Yeah, well, his Achilles did. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, like, I've hurt my Achilles before. Like, I've, like, I didn't tear it. I guess you can say I, like, hyperextended it or whatever Ooh. while Ooh. playing basketball. That's, like, a hard-ass injury to come back from. I can't imagine if I would have torn it. Yeah. And to try and come back from that, like, that mess is pain, bro. Yeah. Pain. Um, so, yeah. And then, your boy Clay. Clay. Man, like, talk about a series of unfortunate events. Like, yeah. And I, I don't know. That, that was pure adrenaline for that man to be, like, running, trying to jump it off. Like, no, nah, I'm good, coach. I'm good. I just need to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When they showed that that replay, the slow mo, I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad. I was like, man, he just tore something. It's either the ACL's gone or the meniscus is gone. Something's gone. Yeah. Something is gone. Yeah. You talking about? No, I didn't hear it pop. I didn't hear it pop because his dad was asking him or whatever. He was like, no, I didn't hear anything pop. I didn't feel anything pop. Like I'm good. I'm good. He was trying to run, jump, and all of that stuff, and then torn ACL. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna hurt next season. Oh, for sure. But um, you think they're gonna? I mean, I feel like they're gonna sign Clay. Yeah. What do you think they're gonna do with KD? KD, I mean, you could sign him. He goes immediately into a rehab. Maybe be ready for the next playoffs. Clay also be ready for the next playoffs, but then they still gotta get a bench. They still oh, gotta yeah, find benches, cap room. Benches. They still gotta somebody that's willing to come along for the low low. I mean, it would make more sense for KD to chill. Yeah. I think it's if he opts out of his contract. Oh, no, uh, he's a free agent. No, he's a free agent. Yeah. It's some clause, but he would get like 30-something mil, basically, next year, just to sit on his ass and rehab, yeah. so. so do yeah. that. Anyways, in other basketball news, like I said, everybody knows that I'm not a Warriors fan. I am indeed a uh, a Lakers Trash. faithful out here. Trash. So I know you've seen. Don't bring this up. I know you've seen. Trash. The homie AD. Anthony Davis. Trash. All star center for 
who once was the All-Star Center for mm-hmm. uh, the Pelicans. Oh, really? Is now a, a Los Angeles Laker. Oh, yeah. What'd you give up for him? The whole damn team, man. I am so angry about that shit, bro. <laughs> and who else? Look here. Look and here. Who else? Look here. You, and, and who else? And, and too many picks. Yeah. 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 Shut up. Yeah. So let me. All right. As a Laker fan Ooh. and a basketball <laughs> connoisseur, if you will. Oh, man. What in the entire fuck, man? What is this? <laughs> Who is going to pay for it? What is this? <laughs> it's going to be us because we're not getting a championship. For all of those delusional-ass Laker fans that are just like, oh, we're going to be unstoppable. Let's be realistic, people. I said this at last season when we got LeBron. I didn't want LeBron. Don't get me wrong. I think LeBron is a good dude off the court. On the court? No. Let the record show. Naja said she didn't want LeBron in LA. Yes, this is not this is not a, a unknown thing. I've been saying this shit. When it when it was a rumor, I was like, no, but no, I don't want that man in purple and gold. I'm sorry. Too bad. You know, I respect his decision. I think it was more so him, you know, wanting to be in LA and his kid kind of wanting to go to a certain school out there and so yeah. on and so forth. So I respect that. But at the same time. Can we trade this man? Like, don't nobody want him? Too late. I know. You're in too deep. I know. And I'm so angry. And then, this trade, bro. They traded Lonzo Ball, but, I mean, good riddance. Um, Wait, what? Yes. What? Good fucking riddance. Are you, Are you kidding me? You're talking about Big Baller Brand? He's a baller. He's a... Primetime... You know you and his daddy Point guard. are tripping. <laughs> you can't even say Have you seen shit? his dunks? <sighs> Have I don't you seen care. His dunks? I don't care. Have you seen, he Boy, corrected his shooting for him, too. Really? You he, just drop him? Really? He cre- he corrected his shooting for yes. him? I'll come across this table and backhand <laughs> you with the power of 10,000 slaves <laughs> right now. No. No? Lonzo Ball, good riddance. Oh, I wow. said they should have gave him up in that last ridiculous ass mm-hmm. uh, trade that they were trying to do for AD. Oh, yeah. Hart. Uh, he's nice. He, he, he cool. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's kind of a hit or miss. He's not really consistent. Yeah. And then, of all people to get rid of, they going to trade my boy, Ingram. Like, what in the entire fuck? Whose idea was this? Whose yeah. idea was this? Because they didn't consult me. Because I would have been like, hell nah. Hell nah. Jenny Bus and Vanessa, could you guys come down to the office? And yes, and I'll, I'll fight her. Bus can get bus in the face. Bus dead in her left eye because Ooh. this is stupid. <laughs> stupid. Then, okay. And then what? And this is where I, I looked at it and I was like, wait a minute. They gave how many? Three. Three. Three first, first round. round picks. Three first round picks. The level of bullshit. Oh, wow. I'm telling you. And then, okay. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Then, rumor has it that even with all this movement or whatever, even with a- 
even with uh, Davis and LeBron, that we still have some cap space. Mm -hmm. And according to rumors, they're trying to go after the boy uh, Kimba Walker. In my mind, I'm just like, okay, that's nice. But at the same time, I don't know. When's the last time you looked at, like, the Laker roster? I'm looking at it right now. When I tell you that shit is loaded with trash... Loaded with trash. We have no bench, bro. Mm. No bench. Who we got? Who we got? A couple bigs. couple bigs. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Tyson no Chandler two, three. No is going to give two, three. you how many How mm. many minutes? No. A few. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is a flaming idiot. <laughs> what? You know that boy simple. You know damn well he's simple. He does the stupidest shit. His Not basketball. He's been good. He's been better lately. By whose standard? His standard, which His is standard. already below standard. Like the boy's basketball IQ is damn near non-existent. He does the trashest stuff. I guess. And then we have who else? Uh, Ron. Rondo, like, I mess with Rondo, but at the same time, Rondo's old. Yeah. Like, he ain't about to put in no work like that. But you got a... Don't you say... Contavious Caldwell Pope. First of all, Caldwell Pope should have been in that trade. (laughs) They should have traded his ass. Oh, well, they're probably gonna make a package deal to... For Kemba. But then, uh, apparently, if they don't... If New Orleans agrees with the deal... And make sure it happens after the 31st. They'll have enough cap room to pick up, like, offer a max deal. So, who are you going to go after next? Because if you don't get Kemba, then then what? I have no idea, man. I just... Don't make some trades, or are you going to go after free agents? I don't know. I just, like, my world, you... is in, my world is in shambles right now. So, <laughs> I haven't had time to think about it. Man. But, okay. But, and then but, wait, but, wait, wait, wait! Time out. We did that trade to the Pelicans, right? Yeah. For 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 Anthony Davis, can we just talk about how the Pelicans are about to be so beastly? Excuse me. What do you? They have the number one draft pick. They're taking Zion off top. Off top. We already gave him Randall. Randall. Julius Randall. We gave him oh, up yeah. last season. Like some fucking idiots. Uh, I, With I guess. Brandon Ingram. Drew Holiday. Eh, All I know is that out of this deal, I feel like the Pelicans are better off than we are. I think mostly just because of that. Three first round picks. Number four in this draft. And then if Lakers don't do too well... In the next two seasons, that's two premium ones. True. And if New Orleans stinks this year, that's another first-round pick. All I know is regardless, if we're just looking at the Pelicans and the Lakers, the Pelicans are most likely going to be better than us. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's a tough one. I think they're going to have a better season than us. Hmm. I don't know. LeBron can will it if he doesn't get hurt. You're also one of those big ass LeBron fans, so. Uh, 
It's cool. He's making a lot of smart moves. He's it's he's proven that it, it's bigger than just basketball. But I don't know whether that's a good thing or is that a bad thing. All I know is we traded the whole fucking team. Yeah. For one. And play. you better give up some more. I wouldn't be surprised if Kuzma moves. Honestly. Wouldn't be surprised. Peace out. Really? Yeah, I would have traded Kuzma over at Brandon Mingard. Wow. Straight faced. I don't know if you Lakers fan no more. Get out of here, bro. I don't like know if Kuz, you're a true Kuz fan. is okay, but like when it when it comes down to like if you're gonna just go off of heart, hell no. I'm taking Brandon Ingram. What was Brandon Ingram's stats last year? I don't know right exactly. now. Trash. Whatever. I'm still Trash. taking him over Kuz. Trash. Anyways, enough like, about basketball. Enough about basketball. What, what else is hot in these streets? So apparently last week. Niggas was out, and they were throwing bands. According to a complex, 50 Cent was at a lure in uh in Georgia, mm-hmm. throwing bands on some women's. Mm-hmm. And accompanying him was Lil Duval, mm-hmm. I guess uh Jermaine Dupri, and uh, this uh Shad Moss. <laughs> you ever heard of him? Yes. Man. So uh Shad Moss or AKA Bow Wow has been in a couple of a uh, situations over the past couple of years and uh which has caused his personal stock to drop a little bit but you know he can never forget about a little bow wow so he still got some street cred right right <laughs> so apparently 50 allowed shot moss to uh throw some bands with him mm-hmm. however at the end of the night mr uh curtis jackson <laughs> curtis jackson realized that some of his bands were missing and that not all of them made its way to the ship of flow he oh, then he then proceeded <laughs> to realize that shod moss might have made his way away with a couple of bands Fifty uh, Cent proceeded to ask for his money via social media sending several posts i didn't see any of the posts he sent a couple of them. What, what did he say? Where my money at? He posted pictures, a couple of bands, and then there's like some missing. Shad Moss ran <laughs> off with it. Posted a couple of pictures of Shad Moss and some random stuff, and just like, yo, tell this motherfucker. He oh, owe me geez. money. So Shad Moss proceeds and insists that he did not take any money from 50, but yet money is missing. And he don't owe 50 no money. Another individual was offered money. This famous comedian, Lil Duval. Mm-hmm. However, he declined. And his response was, for the record, last night, I was the only person that didn't take no money from 50. I spent my own money. He got the rest of these dumbass niggas. Bow Wow owed the most of them money, throwing 50's money like it was his. Bam. Crying face, crying face, crying face. So, it's been big. City Center has clearly lent money to a lot of famous people and has proceeded to go after them through social media. What's your take on this, Vanessa? Is that the way to go? No. First of all, my parents have always said, don't lend money that you need uh, because you ain't always going to get it back. Mm. 
And second, like, I think 50 Cent just does shit for attention, honestly. <laughs> like, that man's hella old, and he just... I, I hate to say it, staying relevant by just starting shit all the time. Yeah. So it's just like, come on, man. If, if you out partying with these people, you can clearly just send them a text message. Like, hey, bro, I need this money back. But, and I think he's trying to, I honestly mm-hmm. think that him and Trey Songs are trying to make it like a, a show yeah. or something. Because I've seen a few, like, posts from Trey Songs um, talking about, y'all let this dude 50 just come in my room and blah, blah, blah. You know, they're making it like a tour of them just traveling to all these strip clubs and stuff. So I'm back and forth and whatnot. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. it's fake. I mean, some of it is like, okay a little too much but a lot of it is kind of like it makes sense it's probably like a smart move for one man when you offer people money or you lend people money you know you ain't trying to get it back you know they ain't gonna pay you back so one it's smart in the sense of like okay if you're gonna borrow you're gonna owe me interest on what what you're gonna take from me so that's smart and whatnot two it's usually his following to also ensure that he gets his money back as well because all these people are gonna be in your dms asking or trolling Right. I think that's just the society we live in. It's just, it benefits him. And somehow, you know, he did it on the fluke one day, just, you know, vending out. And then it just, you know, social media did its work for him. So, and then, hey. But then again, everybody needs to realize, like, yo, I'm not going to take nobody's, I'm not going to take it no more than what I can give back. Yeah, I'm not going to exactly. take, actually, matter of fact, I'm not going to take more than 50 bucks from you. Because people out here taking two, 20,000, how many people, some people I know owed like 20,000, him 20,000 money, 20,000 dollars. 20,000 money? Money. <laughs> dollars, USD, not pesos, <laughs> not yen. Dollars. Dollars. Yeah, I like I said, don't lend money that you can't afford to go without, and like you said, don't be taking money that you can't pay back. Like, mm. problem solved. Lesson of the story. And then just stop hanging around with Negroes that's just going to put your shit all on the internet, like 50 Cent. Like, oh, Damn, but you got to get your money some way. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure you've had family or cousins or friends that just be like, yo, let me, damn, this happened. Yeah, but um, I'm not going to blast nobody on, like, social media. Because it, it wouldn't work. But if, it, if it could work, would you do it? Not necessarily. I just know that. You know, I know where to put you. I categorize you like, okay, well, and then you out that's the money. my L, but guess where you never getting money from again? Exactly, but they get to escape with the money. This way insures it. So if you can insure, you can cut them off and get your money. You might not get your money still. He probably still ain't got no money. Hey, I'm sorry, Fofty. He paid up. <laughs> Mr. Fofty. That's his bad. Anyways. Anyways. Alright, to the next one. So. News broke out. Mm-hmm. Things went viral. According to uh, social media, there was a an unarmed black man. Mm-hmm. There were guns drawn on him. Digging up, in, in, digging up additional information. This occurred in, if you guys have not, you have a... Kind of a, a black man, black hoodie, black pants, black shoes, 
on his hands and knees, hands behind his back, on the ground as a uh, young woman is recording him. His name is William E. Wells. Mm -hmm. According to this in Hawthorne, California, so certain areas in California where they're not too great, even though we, you know, are glad to be a progressive state. There are some areas where there's it's not so not so amazing or not so forward. But in the video on Instagram last week, it captures the moment where Hawthorne police draw their guns on twenty four year old William Ewell, who was suspected of armed robbery on June seventh. Mm -hmm. Ewell is kneeling on the sidewalk with his back to the officers and his hands clasped behind his head. Now in the video, there are six officers with guns drawn. Well, once again, is unarmed black man. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the officers has an assault rifle, pretty huge, pointed at him. They have not given him too many directives. Is get on the ground. He's not moving. At this point, he states that he knew that if he moved an inch, shots would have been fired. So, a lot of people may think that, hey, you know what, this is just, this is, this is how it goes. Uh, based on the offense, armed robbery with a gun. Yeah, but, uh... But, um... So... What was this quote-unquote armed robbery? According to, uh... The Atlanta Black Star... The armed robbery occurred when Mr. Wells and some uh, additional subjects went into a store to discuss a uh, recent transaction. Mm -hmm. They got in an argument with uh, the the shopkeep. The suspects got a little rough with a with the cashier, and Wells threw a trash can. So. So that's that's what he was armed with a trash can. Yes, in the incident. Cool. And that is armed robbery. Mm. So, a lot. It's a lot to unpack there. Mm -hmm. However, to think about whether if this this man wasn't black or wasn't a minority, would this have been handled differently? More softer? Hell yeah, it would have been. Well, they took him to get something to eat before going and to probably, prison? Probably. He probably wouldn't even been arrested. Mm. They would have mm -hmm. went... <laughs> they would have took him back to the shop to figure out what what the the misunderstanding was like. Exactly. You know, it's, don't even get me started. So that's just a just a moment for the heads up. Think about it. Yeah, and shouts out to uh, the sister that recorded it because that definitely probably would have been the end of that man's life had not someone been there recording. Exactly. Um, shoot, she even endangered herself by pulling out her camera to mm -hmm. record that because, you know, like, uh, these days it's almost like cops, unfortunately, are waiting for an excuse to mm -hmm. fire their weapon. Shouldn't yeah. be like that, but it's the reality of it. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that, and she even got, like, in the line of the shot as well, behind him. Mm-hmm. So. It's things like that. Things like that where it's tough, but then allies. Allies are out there. Yeah. So. Um. Big, up, big ups to her. Big ups 
Yeah. Recording and everything. Documenting events. That's a just thing like now that we have to record or it's suggested highly and even then you still aren't like guaranteed your safety how many people have we seen killed on camera exactly that or when the cops supposed to have cameras on mm-hmm. oh it just happened to be off so. just, oh now you've gone yeah yeah technical difficulties all of a sudden so that's interesting all right um last thing not necessarily hot in these streets, but something that does definitely deserve more publicity and um, media coverage is the Sudan crisis right now. Uh, yeah. As of right now, there are hundreds of people who have been killed, massacred, um, hundreds of people who are still missing. Women and children are at risk of being raped, gang raped, assaulted. Um, and even some men as well have been raped. Um, but this is not getting any, I, and I, and in my personal opinion, it's not getting enough media coverage. Uh, it makes me think like, you know, okay, when the Notre, Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire, you know, that got the most news coverage and so many people were donating money and all types of stuff everybody's coming to the rescue but where where are all these heroes and rescuers and all of that when it comes to sudan mm-hmm. so if you're not familiar with the things that are going on i highly suggest you uh look some things up it's a lot you know it's not it's not an easy subject or easy articles or information to to read but um you should definitely educate yourself and know what's going on out there in the world Mm -hmm. with our people yeah a lot of things are happening that are not reported because of skin color yeah so a lot of alligator arms out there staying short Mm mhm so oh I didn't I didn't say anything because I thought you were going to say something what what that's how people act um, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I thought you were calling that one. Um, yeah. But yeah. on that note, let's get into uh, this week's topic. So last week, mm-hmm. as Mr. Swoosh said, we talked about the top five things that we really enjoy about being black or African-American or just black, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good things, you know, the swag, the, the culture, culture, history, rhythm, man, extra claps, food. Yes. We are lit. Sweet potato pie. Oh, don't start this. Hmm? We're not. Start what? Shush. Anyways. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about our top five things top five things that are difficult or things that you dislike about being black in America mm-hmm. so Hold you want to start like, us off or yeah and I think like phrasing it the way that you know it makes it hard because I mean there's a lot of us that 
Well, no. There are some people that say, you know, I don't like being black, but so. Oh, I love it. I'm I love it too. For the so world, struggles and all. So for this, Come at me. for this room, yeah. let's let's phrase it as you know, makes it hard because right. you know, the beauty and the struggle. That's what it is. So for me, I'm top. I think that, uh, and I'm black on black hate, black and black crime. That stuff is is really hard, and that's what gets to me. I think that's my it's number different. one. Yeah. Cause like. It's a uh, in this world, like you know, there's a lot of people that look at us differently. There's a lot of people that handle us or change up because of who we are. So a lot of people that know our experience and know what it's like to do to be, you know, have those struggles, is our fellow African Americans, our fellow Blacks, mm-hmm. our fellow, you know, minorities, mm-hmm. and. In trauma, you know, you look for trauma or stress or crisis. You kind of look for people you can relate to, people you can, um, you know, join and travel along with within it, within that trauma and stressful times. Mm-hmm. People you can count on and, you know, got their back and lean on when you need it. Right. And then to be in that place, to be in a place where, you know, all it is is me and you. And that's how we're going to progress forward this is how we're going to get through it and for that person to turn around and be like man fuck you that's why your trash ass ain't black you you the white you whitewash huh <sighs> oh yeah yeah you know nah, nah, you ain't black and me you ain't hood enough for this <sighs> hand out I ain't helping you for shit I'm worried about me and rolling on yeah that stuff that definitely hurts um, hearing about it on the news and how we're killing each other, which that whole discussion is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day, but but seeing it and knowing it, not not really going into why it happens or you know how the fact that most likely you're more likely to kill someone that who is the same race as you because you know you're in the same proximity, you're hanging out with people like you. Right. Scratch that. It's just, but seeing and hearing about what's happening in Chicago or Compton and Watts or any other like community such as that, it's still tough to hear about. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, like you should be able to walk into a room full of black people and feel okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cool. I'm good. Yeah. As opposed to sometimes you walk into a room full of black people and you kind of got to look over your shoulder and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's not necessarily it's it's not a good feeling. I try not to do it like. But then at the same time, you have to keep your guard up. I mean, prime yeah. example, I hate to bring it up, but look at Nipsey. You know what I mean? Like he was in his own hood in front of his own store. Yeah. With his people that he grew up with and was still gunned down so it's just it's it's sad and i feel like you know african-americans we're like maybe it's because it's it's publicized more but i feel like we're one of the most if not the most as far as like when it comes to uh violence against each other Mm -hmm. like i feel like we're pretty high up there yeah but and i mean it it could be it's just publicized the most publicized the most and one that's just I mean, when you're putting in, when you're putting people, well, one with like redlining and keeping them in impoverished areas, right? Caging that's them one. In. 
you get the whole crab and barrel mentality yeah and limiting like, their resources exactly. and they can't move out of that area because they can't get jobs well enough to get out of that area and then you're yeah. you know kind of just just so, everybody's just angry and upset and just it's just, a vicious cycle yeah so then it creates that whole you know cycle of killing people killing each other killing the people that's closest to you so and that's tough yeah i think that and then it also breeds kind of this like you know suspicion of other black people just like are they are they ratchet are they like black black are they really are they cool are they cool black it's a perfect segue to mine yeah so my um uh, first one so i wrote down the quote it says like oh she's just She's just mad. She's just an angry-ass black woman. Oh. Um, and I wrote dang. that down because as a black woman, you know, like, you have to constantly be weary of, you know, how you look, yeah. how you sound, how any of that happens. Uh, so it's like, you know, like, I, I can't express my emotions or feelings or anything like that without being labeled as angry or ghetto or ratchet mm-hmm. etc and it's just like it's so freaking exhausting like i have to tone not necessarily tone down because i'm i don't do that shit anymore yeah um but i definitely have to think about my surroundings uh, and stuff that i say and stuff that i do mm-hmm. and it for no other reason than the fact that i'm black and people I can do the same thing as my Caucasian counterpart and they're going to look at me like, oh, she's hella ghetto. Right. Or, you know what I mean? But, you know, let such and such do it and it's all good. Yeah. I think it's it's a big worry about how they see us and how we're interpreted and yes. the things that we do. Are they are they going to say that we're, aggr- we're being aggressive? Like, yeah. Like, like no, I can't even... Just, we're just laughing. Like, I can't even disagree... Yeah. Without it being like, oh, well, you know, you're being insubordinate and, mm-hmm. you know, you're being irate. And it's just like, bro, I'm not being irate. Like, mm-hmm. what are you, what are you talking about? I know, I'm just I'm like, in, a I'm, I'm entitled to have my own opinion and yeah. I don't have to agree with you. Like, like whoa, you're getting up to you right now. Right? Oh, like, yeah. ma'am, lower your voice. Who is yelling? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that, I definitely, I hate that shit. That or, like, how we're dressed and whether it's, oh, it's, it's too vulgar. Like, I'll just have my shirt tucked out of my shirt. Like, it's, yeah. I can tuck it in if you want. Or just, I think when it, I mean, because when you're, you're thinking about uh, oh, what you're saying is kind of just along the line of how they see us, I think it also ties into sometimes, like, just second guessing about, like, you know, I know I'm just how I should I know I shouldn't get any attention but if I step outside this door will I right will they see me as as like oh he's just like you know he's chilling must be an off day or like oh no he's he's unemployed I know he is yeah or whether it's I'm going into an interview and I feel like I did a good job I answer all the right questions but then it's like getting the refusal and it's like is this cause is this cause I'm black or I'm not would I get this if I was somebody else or not right it's always second guessing or like if i got this girl like will she like if i was somebody else would would she would she say yes or no mm. i don't know a lot, of, a lot of that is kind of also second guessing too yeah or like would things how much would things be different if i was 
something else. I don't think, I, I think that far into it. Yeah, I think. Just because, like I said, I love being black. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't. I don't think like, oh, if I wasn't this color, then this and this would be different. Or blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I, I kind of just accept it for what it is, and it right. sucks that I have to accept it. Yeah. Because you know I mean, I mean like, um, yeah, when I was out in Monterey. Um, I was still traveling between those community and the school out there. Uh, like the first interview I got for like this security spot, uh, out in kind of like, it was like in the Valley of Carmel. So get out there. I'm, I'm dressed up at my little, my, my jacket, my nice pants and everything, tie and everything is, is very nice. I show up, introduce myself to like, uh, the the boss my boss mm-hmm. um for the security company and they're introducing me to like the site boss uh, it's just it's supposed to be like a formal interview like hey this is the new like guard and da 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 and this is what he's doing and cool so I get there I sit down and like you know I wait for the dude dude comes up and then he's talking to me for like a few minutes and then quickly like you know he's looking at his phone for a while so this white dude kind of man he's in like his mid late fifties chilling just. So he's texting as he's talking to me, and so it's like, you know what, hey, I'll be right back. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the this other dude you should meet. So he goes, he, man, this dude's gone for like a good twenty minutes. I'm just sitting there and trying to like keep myself busy, looking outside the window. And he comes back, didn't find the dude. He's still texting. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, school. Where you? Where are you studying? Still looking at his phone. Doesn't really give me like, too much eye contact. I'm just like, okay. Tell him, you know, psychology and da 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 da. It's like, oh, wait, and this other guy you should meet that's not gone for like another 15, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Come back to this other guy, and this other guy just like not really into it. He's just, mm hmm, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're going to go to Monterey, huh? Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. So, this job is supposed to be just, this is just formality. I'm just supposed to introduce myself to them, and that's it. And I have the, I'm supposed to be starting, you know, the next week or whatever. Get a call. Hey, he's not the right fit. No. So I'm just like, so strolling in, it's just, like the the guards that let me into this place, like they weren't, they're were just as young as me, like same amount of facial hair, kind of chill dudes. So I didn't see anything wrong. But then, it's still in my mind, I'm like, would I have gotten more eye contact if I was white? Would yeah. I got more like if I was older, maybe? If I was, you know, you think about, like, whether it was just different. Or if I was an older black man, would I still get to know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's stuff like that. Like, you, I leave walking away and just, like, you know, how did I come off? How did, am I threatening? Am I not? Am I, you know, would things be different? Yeah. Kind of just, not in the sense of, like, I wish I was someone else, but more of just like, am I, is this right? Is this fair? Is this, and I don't think a lot of people have to think about that. No, not at all. And that's frustrating about being African-American sometimes. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Man. Um, do you want to go next? Yeah, I got the next one. Um, so. And number two are multiple personalities that we kind of have to, or we must live to, live through. So quite often, um, 
African Americans, we have to uh, we have to live or have like a kind of a split personality or split personalities if needed. We need in order to communicate and survive. So there's people out here that only have one, and they're perfectly fine because they can use that personality to get by with everybody. Mm-hmm. But us African Americans, of course, we need that. Uh, we need our white voice. Hello, uh, how are you doing? Uh, today I uh, went to the store and I bought uh, some Doritos and that was it. That was great. Why do you sound like that? I was trying to go for Barack Obama. But yeah, I was going to say yeah. it, but I didn't want to, you know, no, I, was trying I didn't want to wanna do Brother Barack. Barack like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that bad? Yeah, oh. trash, bro. <laughs> I haven't had too much practice, so. Uh, but anyways. I mean, I think ideally in the white world, Barack is is the, like you know, like an NBA two K when you're trying to get like a shooting template. Like, do you want Steph Curry? You want Durant? Like, no, no, for the for the white that's, that's for white world, Barack. Barack is a nice template. Why can't you sound like Barack? <laughs> that's hilarious. So you shoot for that, but gotcha. to communicate with other black, other African American brothers and sisters. You can let loose a little bit. Actually, some say that you might want to actually increase your amount of slang and, you know, black sock. Like, damn. You know what? I don't want to bring this because I'm against this popular San Jose slang term. So I'm not even going to say it. What? Hoot. Remember Hoot back in the day? Yo, that's Hoot. Yeah. I didn't say it much. Yeah, because it was trash. I, thought, I always <laughs> thought it was trash. Don't say who, please. Oh, no, you hella who. <laughs> You're trash. Get out of here. Oh, but yeah, gosh. I think like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the corner store. Yo, that shit was trash, but whoop 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 whoop. Me and the shawty, we took it to the house. Blam blam blam. Suction, and then uh yeah, so like that's the world. At some point in the time, like. Having or feeling like, you know what, I can't be myself. I always have to switch it up. And then mm-hmm. who really gets to know both? Because some of us, yeah, we over we overemphasize. Overemphasize the white white part when we're trying to communicate with people. So if we use too much slang, we're, you know, we're not educated. Or if we use too much slang, you know, we're not professionals. Or if we don't use enough slang with... The right crowd and oh we whitewash we we with them <laughs> we even with it power to the people nah you ain't with nah oh jeez so I think having the pressure of trying to balance it out is a that is a tough thing I'm feeling like it just can't be myself in all areas I think and welcomed I think I've um, reached a point in my life where I'm kind of just done censoring myself. Um, and I guess I shouldn't say toning down, but I guess I, I'm not toning myself down as much anymore mm-hmm. because it's just like, why? Like, why do I have to, you know, things aren't going to change as far as like our community and our struggle if we continue to think that we have to change ourselves in order to be accepted. Mm-hmm. I'm like at that place, like you, this is who I am. You're either going to accept me or not. If you don't, I mean good riddance I didn't need you in my life anyways kick rocks and yeah it sucks in the workplace you kind of gotta just you know try and find 
those jobs and organizations that are going to accept the fact that you who are you are who you are you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yes it's easier said than done yeah that's um, for sure but that's when it comes down to you know like fuck it nobody's gonna hire me i'll start my own damn business you feel me you speak from a real place of privilege because a lot of people can't so we have that's why we have to have the the white voice the yeah. terminology that we need to but then I there mean, are a couple of times as where, far as like the whole quote-unquote white mm-hmm. voice i've been told that i sound caucasian anyways so yeah. i mean i kind of feel like i don't have a white voice i just speak um, but you wouldn't say blood in front of your your boss would you I like, have. come on, cuz. <laughs> oh, oh. I have. Probably not on purpose, but I'm like, no, bruh. I oh, say man. bruh a lot. I say bruh and bro. Well, you say bro, I'm pretty sure. That'll be cool. But what about your times where you're like, I'm about to come up, I'm about to, it's about to get real black. I can, I can get black. I can get there. Like, if you want to get crazy, oh, we can God. get crazy. We're not going to quote that, but. <laughs> My man's was the worst character man. in the whole movie. We're not going to quote But that. I'm saying, there's times where you're like, we can like, get oh, black can, real quick. I can, I can change can, it. I can get up there. I can change it, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. There's a couple of times where that, like, man, because I was a cat, like, man, when was this, two weeks ago? When he was like, Jeremiah, you better shut up. I'm going to, I'm this close to punch you in the face. And I'm like, that's a client, too. This <laughs> little... All right, bro, about punch to be, me. He's about to be 18. I'm like, you we ain't can... about to do shit. <laughs> you ain't about to do shit. And if you are, I can. And I was like, wait, remember time, place, where am I at? Uh, it was in the street. But you know what? I'm an adult. I mean, nah, I need this job. I want all the smoke. Can't lose my license. Woosah, some kids have said that to me. They, they, my kids were like, oh, on the last day of school, we're going to jump Miss Vanessa. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I mean, if, if y'all you, want it, if, we can do it. Like, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're about to jump you. I was like, I mean, if you want these call, problems, I mean, bruh, if you want these problems. <laughs> and I was like, y'all don't know me. Y'all know Miss, you, you know Miss Vanessa, but you don't know Vanessa. Like, <laughs> no, you don't know Nay. Nay is a different Nay person. Nay is a whole dude. <laughs> you want. Mm-mm. So, there's moments like that. And you have to quickly, like, if I was someone like, maybe, but hey, I need this. I can't. Like, you know that. You just know inside there's a whole nother level that you haven't been showing people. Yeah. And you can get there to get what you need. So, man. Dual personalities. <laughs> Whereas, what's yours next one, Nay? Uh, my next one, so I wrote down another quote. Oh, uh-oh. It's, to love a black man is to live in constant fear that one day he may not come home. That being said, I mean, that kind of goes back to your um, your story about Mr., what was his name? Wells? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, it, it's a constant, constant fear. I have cousins, uncles, brothers and my dad and it's just like sending them out into the world you're always fearful of what could happen to them Mm -hmm. and with me like no I don't have any children no I'm not married but I wholeheartedly plan on being married to a black man I want to have a son 
But at the same time, I have that deep fear that, you know, I'm going to send my son to school one day or to the store and mm -hmm. something bad is going to happen to him in the sense that somebody's going to target him just because of his skin color. Um, mm -hmm. So that, I hate it, bro. Like, that is like, you know, people, people are so happy to have kids, you know, but when black women, when we give birth, it's more so like, yes, we're happy. But then we also think about all the trials and tribulations and turmoil that our kid is going to have to experience simply because they have more melanin in their skin than the next person. Yeah. And I can't like, whew. Yeah. Like I'm enraged on things that happen now and I don't even have kids. So right. I can only imagine being told that, oh, my son was stopped or he was, he was arrested because he fit the description and mm -hmm. like I'm gonna raise hell yeah I think I think about with um Netflix's when they see us mm. which we will discuss soon very soon we trying to that that show or series made me think about Trayvon Trayvon Martin Tamir Rice Oscar Grant. People who say, you know, hey, I'm about to go do this simple task. You know what I'm about saying? to go this simple destination where we've been thousands of times. I'm going to go there. I'm going to come back. And they don't. Yeah. And that's just like, it's it's scary. Like, people will try and justify by saying, like, oh, I live in fear for my non-African American kid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but your fear isn't as much yeah. as the fear that black women and black men have yeah. for like their kid not surviving the day mm -hmm. based on some some really simple stupid shit simple like stuff. we have the everyday typical you know car accident that or you know hit by a car and yeah. stuff like that but we also have to add in there being shot because you know he wanted some skittles in Arizona yeah you know, being shot in the back, even though you are clearly unarmed, you're on the ground, yeah. your hands are visible. Like, we have to add those things to our list. And it's not right. It's not right. And it's became not aggressive. Fair. You know what I'm saying? As he, like, sternly talked to me. You know, reached for my driver's license and registration after a cop asked me to pull it out. Having a documented firearm license for it, certificates notifying you that it's in the glove compartment glove compartment and still being still being shot selling yeah. burnt cds and dvds in front of a store that you already asked the store owner could you do and they said yes mm -hmm. so stuff like that i i that's rough for me changing a fucking tire right because we all get flat tires Fucking flat tire. Selling singles. Single cigarettes. Shit, just walking down the street. Minding your own damn business. Mm hmm And still having to worry about... Is there some person that has so much hate in their heart? Mm hmm And yes, I said hate. 
no matter how much these people want to be like oh you know i'm not racist i'm not a hateful person and blah 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 you have hate in your heart to sit up there and look at a 12 year old little boy and think that oh you know you look like a grown man to me no you're you're feeding into stereotypes yeah and the only way that you, those stereotypes stay within you is if you have that type of hate in your heart period period man so it's definitely tough What's your number number three, man? Uh, straight up, I don't like how our. I'm pretty sure we talked about it a couple of shows ago about how like our ethnicity is may be may be up for debate of just how black we are. Just like nah, you're if you don't do this stuff, you're not black. Or yeah, like if there's like a a chart up there, imaginary chart, and people are looking at it and like, oh wait, you drop below the threshold of being black. You have to do a few more black things to, or people get to call you out for it. Like there's some like committee out there certified blackness and not. But Give me your black. Girl. Jamal down the street, he knows because he called me a whack ass one, mm-hmm. and that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, you go. I travel to another city, and people are just looking at me up and down and say, oh yeah, nah, you ain't with us. The fact that it's up for debate, I think that's trash. I agree. Because I know, like, Latinos, I know if you don't speak Spanish, that's like some lower people, like, side eye. <laughs> yeah. Nah. And they talk shit. But I don't feel like they don't say, like, maybe they do. Maybe. They do. Are educated. I've heard it. They're just like, oh, nah, you ain't Mexican. Nah. Nah, you ain't Latino. Or what kind of Mexican are you? Mexican yeah. Like that. Yeah, the. It's terrible. It's tough. I mean, no one can neglect your history. No one can say, like, nah, you're just missed. Nah. All of that, your ancestors who've been enslaved, nah. Never happened. They're black, you're not. Like, <laughs> no, you, no, you can't do You're not do related that. to them. Yeah. Like, no, I'm pretty sure. Nah, nah. They, we cut your branch off the tree. You're even not. then, even though, so that's like, it kind of ties back into, like, the, the like, black and black hate. It's just like, you know I'm black. You're coming to me saying I'm not black, or what kind of what kind of African American am I? Yeah. And while I'm like, either way, the world sees me as it. Either way, mm-hmm. other world the world treats me as it. Either and way, I you, still gotta worry about my life. Yeah. When I walk out the door. Either way, I still based the on the pl- way I look. So. Yeah. Like, I feel it. So, I don't. I don't like that. Cause I'm not a big fan of that, and it hurts. You're up. My uh, number three is, gosh, this like really irritates me. When non-black people feel the need to speak and or act different when they're around black folks, Ooh. <laughs> especially in the workplace. For example. Oh, man trying to use hella slang man like instead of saying oh good morning vanessa i'm getting oh what's good vanessa what (laughs) (laughs) you just said hi to stephanie yeah like why am i getting hit with the what's good yeah that or um like trying to like give you a weird ass handshake You've never had that happen. Like, there's I've been had a couple of times where I'm like, 
I get into a handshake and I don't expect you guys to give me, oh, oh, we doing, oh. So it comes out weird, so I'm like, did I lose my street cred because of that or? I don't. Because I didn't expect so it So first them. of all, I think it's weird um, because I am a female and like I go to shake someone's hand and they're just like, okay. Like, yeah. yes, there are black females that like that, but dudes or whatever. <laughs> I, I am that person, but oh. like. Uh, okay, that's like the whole J. Cole and Gra- Gabriel Union thing. Yeah. When he said, what's up to Dwayne Wade, like, and he hit her with the same handshake instead of a hug and all yeah. that shit. Like, that, I'm Gabriel Union. She's like, because <laughs> um, first of all, I don't like hugging people anyways. Oh, um, But yeah, like, that shit's so weird to me. Like, don't try and be like, oh, pound it. Like, what the fuck? Shake my hand, sir. Or just mm. don't touch me. Like, yeah. That shit's so weird. Like, don't do not do stuff like that. Non-African-American, non-black people out there, like, stop doing that shit. That really makes us mad uncomfortable. And yeah. you look stupid. We talk the most shit about you in our head <laughs> when you do shit like that. I mean, I'm down down with the the, the fist bump. I mean, you a know, fist bump, yeah. But, but, but I mean, dead ass having somebody <laughs> like, oh, dap me up, bro. Like, I will. Hi. Yeah, like, Ooh, no, no, sir, no, ma'am. Man, I no. mean, I'm pretty sure we've, we've talked about, about about the moment where other people realize you're black and then you realize they realized you're black. I'm like, hmm. Usually because it is, like, daps up, they change their the way they speak around you. Like, yeah, I don't, what's up, bro? Yeah. Brother, what up? Yo. No, but see, oh, the what sun? I get is, yeah. like, people will say bro. And then, like, when they get to me, it'll get changed to bruh. Brother. And I'm just like, hmm. You were just saying bro to everybody else, but the one black person, <laughs> you're like, oh, what's up, bruh? That they put a little twang in there, in their voice when they say, when they talk Yo, to you. Yo, even, so, <laughs> my summer, my summer uh, program started last week. <laughs> Deadass, one of my kids did that shit to me. Oh, man. And I had to really just, like, look at him, like... And it was one of them... It's, it's like, it was one of those corny-ass, like, oh, this is a white person trying to speak or sound ghetto, <laughs> like, voices. No, and I was saying. just like... It was... Yo, deadass, he sounded like fucking Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. Like, oh, he was like, nah, because, you know... That's how we just be. What? No, same. I was like, oh my gosh. In my mind, I'm just like, you weren't talking like that, like that a go. few minutes ago. That or... And then it was on the basketball yeah. court, too. I was just like, stop. Uh, mm. That or somehow conversations will come up and you're like, wait a minute. This wouldn't come up, would it? This wouldn't, this wouldn't come up if I wasn't black, right? Yeah, like, oh, oh this you w- what? Like, racism or did you wait, watch wait, wait. empire i've told you i told you about wait uh, so i made the joke about like oh yeah you heard the new tupac have i've told you about the time where like when i was in seattle and this dude in the bar apologized for slavery right no bruh shut the f- i need to hear this <laughs> you've never told me that uh so my girl we went up me and girl at the time we went up to seattle the first time being there i want to go see my sister my cousin's out there. He's like, yo, slide through. About to go to this bar. Whoop, 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 whoop. So I'm like, okay. My girl, she's like, she was asleep. 
she didn't feel good, so she's just, you know, say, go on ahead. I get there, wait in the club. I can look inside, like, hell, white people. I'm like, ah. My cousin, he's a little bit more familiar with them. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, you know what? Okay, I'm going to roll. So we get in there. Uh, it's like a two-story. They're doing, like, a karaoke thing, so I'm mm. like, okay. Maybe it won't be that bad. Maybe it will. They might say something, sing something black. Ah, shit. But anyways, get upstairs. He bought me buy a couple of, he, you know, buy vodka cranberry and then a couple beers. And chilling. Um, a bunch of his cats. I don't, I don't know really who's who, who's with who. If they're friends of who's he was with, I don't know. You know, they do the karaoke thousand miles. I'm like, ah, yep. Yep, this certifies that. Oh, yeah, they're not the the cool the cool white they're not allies but they're just you know whatever. I mean I know that song by heart so <laughs> <laughs> I only know it by heart though because I play it for the kids <laughs> <laughs> so my cousin he goes works on another girl he goes works on the girl and then um, I'm just chilling I'm hanging back I'm just like kind of laughing to myself about uh, these uh thousand mile girls because there's like five that went up there and sang it together so i'm like this is trash um <laughs> but yeah this dude strikes up a conversation with me you know me i'm like i'm not friendly i'm not social but i do it to be nice so i'm like okay what's up man hey how's it going <laughs> and then he gets like for the most part of the beginning it was like a cool conversation it was nice and all of a sudden it changes and just you know so it's like so man slavery just whoa, wait, we was talking about Seattle Seahawks a minute ago and sports and then slavery. All right, I don't see the jump here. Yeah, man, you know, I just feel like you guys went through a lot and, you know, I just want to say sorry for it. I think I would have fought him. Like, we might have had to come to blows. Yeah. Like. So, I mean, one, I know he's drunk, so I'm just, but still, I'm like. Drunk man tells no lies. Man. They had another time, like, well, we were still in Seattle. We went to this uh, two-story bar, another two-story bar. But they were playing, like, pretty good music. Played some Bay Area music. Mm-hmm. Keith Sneak. And, uh, you know, some old-school hip-hop comes on, 90s. I'm talking my girl. We're dancing and stuff. And this dude from across the bar, next to the DJ booth, sees us. White man. With his drink, beelines. He cuts through the crowd and just like, hey, man, I want to freestyle for you guys freestyles <laughs> not just not, not just by one song this nigga stayed around for three songs three songs oh so, y'all are nice cause yeah. I would've been like bro man sir when I talk about the shoulder pat I gave him my man you good thank you <laughs> you're done <laughs> and then his boys came oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm like just take it man Freestyle for you. Freestyle. I think the first one was okay, but. You just look like a rapper? We were only black people in there. So, man, I'm telling you, people realize you're black, and then all of a sudden, whether it is. They change. I'm gonna get a couple crawdads and jambalaya. (laughs) Oh, hell (laughs) no. Yo. You would <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, wait, wait, so earlier this week oh, no. Thursday you know like 
this old man comes up and he's 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 sending. I'm eating my lunch. He's chatting me up. I'm he. I guess he is Jehovah's Witness because he's just talking about Jesus and stuff. And somehow he starts on like you know apologize apologists and da 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 in the Bible and blah blah blah. I'm I'm hearing him because once again, I'm not social, but I'm nice. I'll humor you. I'll talk to you for a little bit. Right. Then he brings up racism and segregation racism about Abraham Lincoln and like 40 acre and a mule and they didn't give you that and will the government ever ever tell you will they ever apologize what they did and then talking about how he was in Richmond Virginia and he was in the army and like even in the barracks like there was segregation there and I'm just like why is he telling me this like I, I I'm trying to follow along but like yo then once again well, this, this would we still be having this conversation if if I wasn't? Well, that's like when uh, forty five got elected. A lot of parents, like when they were picking up their kids that day, you must be proud, huh? One of those or no? They like apologized to me, and I was just like, like "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "I'm so sorry that happened. Like, I can't believe America would." And I'm just like, that ain't the first racist white man we didn't had in the White House. I don't know why y'all. I ain't tripping. Yeah. I mean, I'm tripping, but like, shit, that's that's how the elections go. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <The> new. <laughs> like y'all are the ones that are in shock. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, one in, one out. So. Yeah, I mean, like. You know, next. I don't. Man, another one. Yeah. Another one. Basically, another I'm like, one. Have you seen the history of this? But I was just like, I really was kind of irritated by that. I was just like, why? First of all, why do you feel the need to apologize to me? <laughs> like, I was, I don't know. That oh, shit's man. weird, yo. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. So, don't do that. Man. All right. What's your, what's your next one? Oh man. Mm, got a couple extra ones, but number four, black masculinity. Mm-hmm. I feel one like, minute. well, one, African-American men, we deal with a lot of stuff. Not only do we have trauma, but we also have, like, the, the additional, like, general pressure to thrive and to provide for everyone. Um, not only, like, what we are taught by our parents as well and the fact that we have to take on burdens that are not ours um, as discipliner or... Man. Or just to show that we can't be vulnerable, that we can't show emotion, that we kind of have to be emotionless, and how like there's stigma around sharing emotions and being vulnerable and showing love. Because I think that's a big thing within within the black community is African American men either not being present in parenting, even though that's getting a lot better, but just not being able or not equipped to show the love that they need for fear that it's because of weakness or show a sign of weakness or right just because they weren't taught it yeah on top of that i think it also promotes at times the lack of support of black women or no Mm-mm. no you don't think black men aren't stepping up are are wait on you think that black men are stepping up for black women as much as they should Oh, no. Yeah. 
That's what the I'm way saying. you worded it was really oh my bad weird. my bad y'all. it was like oh black women are not supporting black men that's no, what no. I heard black and I men was like, aren't supporting oh, black women oh yeah all the, all the time all the time and black masculinity is promoting that to not step up for black women to is it do you feel like because I mean what what because I feel like it has something to do with it like black men are the ones that should be protected. Or that's what the black masculinity is promoting. Rather than black men should also be stepping up for. Or do you feel like that's something that's shifting right now? Mm, I feel like I don't wanna say that like it's being promoted. I don't I don't think it was ever promoted as like black men sticking up for black men and not black women. I think it's always been promoted that, but it hasn't been successfully done. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like now it's I don't know. I guess it's a different breed. I feel like we were like, okay, if we go back to like Black Panthers and stuff, then mm-hmm. yeah, it was really, really like, okay, nah, don't talk to my sister like this type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I think it fell off hard. And then now we're getting back to yeah. that whole mentality of, you know, you need to protect the black woman and so on and so forth. Because I feel like as far as like black women and black men are concerned, we stay having y'all back. Yeah. You do. Like, dead ass. Dead ass. And then some of the shit that black men say and do to black women is just so just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, at the end of the day, we would still have your back. And you can just so quickly write off black women. Right. And that's another topic. That'll get no, on. That's a bigger. But I'm just saying. Part of me feels like black masculinity has something to do with that. As in, like, whether it's going with gender norms or gender roles within the black community whether it's black men are always the victim and and black women like you said are angry and they true meaning like they they yeah they continue the negative stereotypes and negative connotations yeah yeah even within okay i got you there you go Thanks for helping me clarify that. You yeah, because at listeners. first I was like, hold on. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on lots, now, lots of listeners. Lots of lovers right there. You lost <laughs> a co-host. What you mean? <laughs> but I mean, so the fact that likeness, black masculinity needs to change a little bit more. Yeah, and definitely. And more progressing to do. We need to protect our black women. We need to continue to be there for our, our kids. Maybe even more. Maybe even be willing to go to some classes. Be willing to find other ways to discipline be more willing to provide information lecture more than just okay i pay the bills in this house like be involved come on little nigga gotta be man yeah we discussing more ways educating them on more ways to be a man other than just not crying and having sex and man getting bodies yeah so okay i got you sir that's a good one um, my number four is having to work twice as hard, if not harder, than our non-black peers. Yeah. Um, and then doing so and still receiving only a fraction of mm. the rec- recognition, acknowledgement, and or pay. Yeah. Um, as of just a statistic to back this up, as of 2016, black workers made only 82.5 cent to every dollar that their white counterparts Mm. made and quite frankly 
that's bullshit. Like, there's no nice way to be like, oh, like, nah, I'm doing the same work. Mm -hmm. I'm busting my ass twice as hard, but they are reaping all the benefits. Like, they get better pay and all of that shit. Like, it's trash. Like, I I really, really hate that. And it it sucks because it's instilled in us from when we're little. Like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're, you're a black girl, Vanessa. You have to... You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to, you know, read more. You have to excel at, you know, arts, mathematics, science, all of that in order to get somewhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, people who just, like, don't do shit have things handed to them on a silver platter solely because they lack melanation. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that's one of the things that really, really irritates me. Really chaps my hide, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure it comes out in a lot of those, like, first job experiences. and Or at least after you've been in a job for a while, then you start to notice, like, hey, this person Certain got people promoted. Or, up and just, yeah. like... Well, this person like, gets a more vibe, more attention. Than even, like, even with the place that I'm at now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've been there five years. Um, yeah. And I was, you know, two years ago, I was about to be really done. Like, I was ready to quit. I had a second job and everything, made more at my second job. And I had applied for this position. Now, when the position was posted, it was posted as a full-time position. Yeah. Um, I interviewed for it in December. Normally, it would take maybe a month for them to make the decision because they got to interview a few, quite a few candidates and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I know I could do the job. I was already doing the job. It was an assistant director of a site or whatever. Yeah. Do you know that I didn't get this position and title officially until like April? And that was, I didn't get that then until I was like, look, either y'all about to give me this job or I'm about to fucking quit. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I obviously I want to be here if I have another job that I get more hours at Mm -hmm. and better pay. So like. That do you feel like. Do you question whether you would have gotten it if you earlier, if you were some someone else? Oh yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I I know I would have. Like it's like you, or that the fact that they could well we could well it's Vanessa so we can like we can wait it out a little bit longer. Mhm. Mhm. Or they could try you. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did, and I had to let them know that oh I'm not the one. Yeah. I was like I will quit. <laughs> Today will be my last day. Yeah. I ain't even going to give y'all a notice. Like, I have a whole <laughs> other job. I don't understand what you don't understand. Yeah. And then, literally, that took four months. And then I said that. Next mm-hmm. day. Oh, here's your job description. If you want to sign. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I got that. I, I got fed some more bullshit where the job was no longer a full-time position. It's part-time. Uh, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. I mean, I was only in that job for what? two months three months i yeah. got another promotion so but yeah. still still that's that bullshit <laughs> all right what's your next one all right last one more final each. one so the runner-up one was n word mm-hmm. we've had that discussion already so yeah I, that's why i didn't put that on don't worry about it uh, but number five it's also a biggie so dismissed experiences um Obviously, we have a lot of stuff. A lot of we've already talked about trauma. Mm-hmm. We're probably gonna go more in depth in the future 
but to have all these experiences to say that these are important to us or impactful or traumatic for us and to tell people that we've been through this or that people like have like us have been through similar things that have also been tough traumatic overwhelming or like life altering in some way mentally physically emotionally to tell them that and they say oh we'll just get over it. as if it was that simple yeah as if it was you know when i was 14 i was stopped by the cops and questioned without them at the library station because i met a description whatever that meant right like which just what, meant what similar hoodie and and i was black yeah not the height not if i had facial hair not not much else not where was i on this day nothing nothing not where your parents and they talk to you about this no get in this handcuffs sit in my car i don't care if your bus is leaving in a second you gotta go see your your girl at a basketball game no we don't handle this right now oh turns out you're not him all right my badge number is blah 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 i'm gonna super say it super fast and say my name very low so you don't so or to say like yeah you should probably not that this family is going through hardship because of this and like oh well they should be making more money or else they can't live here right oh my god that shit makes me as if a whole system was not set up for us to fail right we technically are still what like three-fourths of the person according to certain states yeah like mississippi probably <sighs> so or to say like well slave oh no slavery doesn't affect you guys this happened so so long ago <laughs> what why what you should be over it how come you guys aren't, aren't all millionaires by now to say that other things don't affect that doesn't affect other things doesn't affect how other people look at us doesn't affect how our available resources or has shaped our families or any of that and all they want to do is just incarcerate us and make money off of us and man so dismissed dismissed experiences right my last one is uh it's kind of similar to one that you said but it's when people and this is including other black people act like we as black people cannot be educated Mm. in that we are a rarity because we are that shit's stupid like it's just like oh you know like i don't i don't like that like getting special quote-unquote special treatment Mm -hmm. because i am educated it's just like i'm still a person like still regular person oh you vanessa with the degrees yeah oh vanessa went and got some degrees and she all she all brand new now yeah like stop that 
Um, and it's not, you know, yes, be proud that you have your degrees and everything like that. Yeah. But don't treat it like it's just so, so unheard of for black people to pursue an education in anything. Mm. Like, it, it's not. Like, we, as a people, were pretty damn smart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it should be accredited for a lot more inventions than what we, uh, what our white counterparts have taken credit for. Um, but just to throw some, you know, some more stats at y'all. Uh, in 2017, 3.3 million college students were African American. 3.3 million. Right. So, no. Vanessa from your neighborhood is not the only educated black woman. Because of the whole lot. The numbers have grown. Yeah, the numbers have grown. Um, I was trying to, especially for black women, I was trying to find something a little more up to date, but couldn't find anything as of yet. But um, as of last year, black Americans, 25 years and older with a bachelor's degree and higher, was at 24%. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty three point nine. That's basically a quarter of the population. Like, I'm gonna need y'all to realize we're not dumb. Yeah. It's not a thing. Like, and for people to act like it's just so unheard of for black people to get an education is is ignorant, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, that that for sure gets on my nerves. And then, I mean, I feel like it's attributed to some people who actually get an education and then start acting a whole different way. Like they're better than others. So that's a different topic. That's a that's that, definitely that, a different topic. You know, that's man. a different topic. So if, if you are that person, you're part of the problem of why people think that we cannot become educated. And In translation, that, you're trash. That's what that's what Vanessa's trying to say. Yeah, who? Man, <laughs> I had to. I had to. I'm coming across this table right now. Oh, I had oh, man. to. But trash. yeah, no, like it's like, right? Just stop. We we read, we write, we do all that. Man, we create. Man, we run definitely. businesses. We one of the most creative pe- people on the planet. We change the world. Black we folks. can trend the world. I'm trying to tell you, like there's so many things that wouldn't be out here if it wasn't for us. So please stop acting like we don't do anything else. But you man, know. something beyond peanuts. <laughs> Y'all need to know that we do much more than. Than peanuts and stoplights. Please educate yourselves. Oh God, I can't. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to hold it together because those are the most common. Like, oh yeah, he did something with peanuts, right? He made peanut butter, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. It's all right, though. It's okay. not all right. Just educate no. yourself. Man. Educate yourself. Because Black History Month is every month, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. My history ain't just 30 days. It's 365. For real. Those are my, my snapping claps. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anyways, but uh, yeah, that, that concludes our episode for, yep. you know, our five things that are... What did we say? How did we say we were going to word Man. it? Man. So our top five things that we feel makes it hard to be black. Harder. Harder. Whatever. To be black. Or Still wouldn't change it for the world, though. Get exactly. at me. It's lit out here. Yeah. Being black is dope. <laughs> for us, we love we love ours. Yeah, yeah. We love our color. We love our 
love our personality, it. love our history, love our love hair. Style. Even love though our I hair. look crazy right now, but it's okay. Oh, no comment. <laughs> crazy eyes over here. Man, I was thinking that the other day, but you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to put me on blast like that. It's fine. Well, I'm surprised your kids didn't. Kids I've are assholes, wearing, I've been bro. wearing a hat all week, bro. Oh, okay. Smart like, move. Every day. Because kids come for you. Man, I'll up. That's why I'm just like, hopefully these get a little heavier and weight it down. Yeah. And I'll twist them down. But when I wear a hat, they be like flat. I told you yeah. it's, it's sticking out because I washed my hair earlier. Right. So that's why. Yes, I Anyways. Because kids be brutal. I know. I hate it. Just. Hate it. I know. Yo, if a little kid tells you you're ugly... Bro, you're ugly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> little kids have no filter Yo. and they don't lie. Dad like, asked if a, if, a, if a two to five year old came up to me and just like, Miss Vanessa, you ugly. I promise you, like, oh, I'll man. probably cry. Because <laughs> that means I'm going to be in the mirror like, man, am I really ugly? No, nah, like, you got to do it from the help. You is smart. You is God. <laughs> And you was ugly. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That would hurt my whole spirit, man. Uh, Anyways. Anyways. I hope you enjoyed the journey with us. Hope you guys thought of your own things that you you recognize that are make it hard to be black, too. And, yeah, hit us up. Is there? Where can they they find you, sir? Well, first, yo. This is, once again, this is Love Yours, the podcast. Podcast that promotes... Black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. And it will forever be out of reach until you... Love yours. Being. So you can find me at swoosh underscore night. Swoosh night. Swoosh underscore K-N-I-G-H-T on IG and Twitter. And you can find me, your girl Vanessa Danae, on IG as well as Twitters. Danae underscore Vanessa. That's D-A-N-E-E underscore v-a-h-n-e-s-s-a don't forget the h or you won't find me oh um oh you know what we forgot to do find me find me hello what's i make it try me what oh my gosh um we forgot to say happy father's day to all the fathers out there um we're actually recording on sunday father's day so yeah happy father day father's day to all the daddies out there, are there any daddy songs? You gotta look that up. There ain't, there ain't daddy songs. That's right? just my baby daddy. <laughs> oh wow! You ain't my daddy. Shut up! <laughs> you ain't my dad. Shut up! <laughs> Man, I got nothing else. That is the most disrespectful thing ever. You just ain't like, my daddy. Shut you up! You ain't my daddy. Oh, shut up! <laughs> oh. And that who? <laughs> You and my daddy. Um, That's gotta be an ass whooping, right? Oh, for sure. Is that that really catch? For sure. I mean, I feel like it it would catch me in the moment and be like, oh. It depends. It depends on how long you've been in the life. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you ain't the you ain't the daddy, I don't know. See, someone like me. If a little kid would be like, "You ain't my mama," I'd be like, "And I'm glad." Like, (laughs) I have no filter, so I'm coming back at you like that. Like, Like, good, and I count my blessings every day. That ain't your real mama. Like, gosh, like you're hella annoying. There's no way you could be related to me. You look just like your ugly ass mama. Like, I'm going in. No, I'm just. (laughs) 
Oh, no. That's why you ain't got no edges just like your mama and your bald head ass grandma. Like. <laughs> Oh, just kidding. Man. loves the kids. She loves them. Don't come for me though. Don't don't do it. We can we can do this. <laughs> we can roast. A little ungrateful little girl. We can roast. Oh man. Of course you ain't my kid. That's why you only got two snaps of hair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tiny ass ponytail with nothing sticking out. Like no, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. I would never do that to someone's child. That's cold. <laughs> I wouldn't. Damn. But my own kid? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm Man. just kidding. But my she kid not. will know how to how to roast for sure. Disrespect. Know how to respect. No, they gonna know how to roast because you ain't finna just be making fun of my child. <laughs> Especially like I'm yeah, just then looking... you gotta teach them how to fight. Then oh yeah, off top, they gonna get their mama's hands and her comebacks, like and her clapbacks. It's gonna be it's gonna be sure. great. Or else you may have to go down to the school and talk to a couple of them. We can do it. We can do it. Cause I'm just looking at like my childhood. Like most, most likely, my kid's probably gonna be a square, mom is square, child is square. Um, I got some big ears. I have big ears when <laughs> I feel like they've been the same size since I was born. So <laughs> on a little head, it was just like, well, I had like a big head. It was low key bobbleheadish. Oh, <laughs> my hands are my hands and my feet are too small for my body. Like it's just a lot going on. So my kid's gonna know how to roast. Anyways, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> this is Love Yours, the podcast. Um, it, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. I think we're trying to get on Spotify. Yeah. It's it's Spotify's is a little key tripping with us, yeah, but playing. but we got it. We coming at y'all. Yeah. Um, please, please, please rate comment subscribe review like all that good stuff share us with your friends your family um yeah we're just trying to get out there more so yes sir and trying to grow and and hit us in the dms it goes down yes sir let us know about your uh top five things that you appreciate about being being black or that you feel like is hard about being black but yeah here's what that or you just got some questions that you want to have us answer on our show? Let us yeah, know. Let or us know. your boy and your insta cousin. Here you go. Vanessa and your insta cousin. We just got some more mics. So what that mean, Mike? What what that mean, eh? Um, we can have guests. What? Yeah. You mean someone can join us and and chop it up. And join us in our shenanigans. And our black discussions. Yep. So if you would like to be a special guest on the show. Mm. Um, but not just anybody. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some, oh. some stuff to talk about. You can't just be on here. You got to have some doing, substance. Yeah. Like you can't just be on here. Some like, points of view. Like, hey, I'm black. Like you guys. <laughs> Can I be on the show? No. No. You can't. What what are you what are you bringing to this table? What are you bringing to this black table? We really do got a black table, you know. I'm not not bringing it being extra. It's really a black table. Exactly. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, how glad us. Uh, Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. All right.